You are listening to Her Guided Evolution, a weekly podcast created to help Black mothers be consistent with their self-care and take daily action toward well-being. I'm your host, Shanice Jones-Cameron, a mom of three, wife, and PhD student. I created the show to connect you with tools and resources to help you commit to a healthier lifestyle, manage stress, and prioritize your personal growth. Now, let's start the show. Hey, welcome back to Her Guided Evolution. This is episode four. And for today's show notes, you can go to herguidedevolution.com forward slash unproductive. So have you ever had one of those days where you write out a long to-do list and you plan to do all the things and when it comes down to it, (laughs) you just don't follow through for whatever reason? You might write out all the things you had to do while working from home, maybe you plan to clean your house or finish some errands, but you have your kids all day, if your productivity is limited, you were maybe able to get through a tenth of the things that you wrote down on your to-do list. So whatever your tasks were, you just weren't able to follow through. And I'm very familiar with this, like that feeling sucks like you may feel like a failure you may feel like a slacker you may feel like something is wrong with you because you just can't get it together and I just want to point out that you feel this way because of your thoughts and the thoughts that you have about productivity and I want to offer a solution for you or something that may help when you have these days So journaling, I think, can give you access to these thoughts so you can unpack them and kind of explore why am I attaching all of this drama to productivity. So in today's episode, I want to offer you four journal prompts for taking care of yourself in these moments. So before I get into the journal prompts for this episode, I want to offer some suggestions about journaling. So journaling is one of those well-being practices that I kind of struggle with from time to time. Like I track my moods because that's like pretty quick, but I don't tend to journal in like the traditional sense, like every day where I'm writing, this is what I did today. And, <laughs> you know, I, j- I just don't have time for that or just, I'm, I don't find that particularly helpful. Just like writing down what I did today, like kind of like what I think about is more of the journaling in a traditional sense. And that may or may not be true, but when I think about journaling, that's typically what I think about before I started getting to getting into some of the journaling that I'm going to talk about today. So now I see journaling as a tool that can help me to see my thoughts a bit more objectively and allows me to unpack difficult emotions. So I turn to journaling the most when I'm anxious or depressed. And I think journaling can help you be introspective in figuring out what you want, your goals, And I think this is another instance where it's really helpful to see your thoughts on a page. So journaling for me helps me to put some distance between me as a person and my thoughts and my anxiety. And that's why I think like guided journaling or how I think about it as situational journaling is pretty beneficial. So when I think about guided journaling or this type of situational journaling, I think about this when there is a certain situation in mind that is like kind of weighing on you either in a good way or a bad way or in a neutral way. If there's just something that you are thinking about, I think it can often be very helpful to unpack those emotions. So 
in considering this context, the situation for today is those unproductive days and all the icky feelings that come with feeling like you just did not kill it today. You just did not get everything done that you wanted to. And I just want to point out that you are not your productivity. So I'm a communication scholar and as a communication scholar, I'm really interested in discourse and language and how it shapes people, how it shapes like institutions, how it shapes our society, how it shapes how we think about life and how we think about pretty much everything. And so thinking about like black feminist literature as well, as well as like thinking about discourse and language and how we talk about people, how we talk about things, I can't help but think about productivity and black women within the context of black feminist thought and the controlling images that we are often subjected to like the labor mule where we oftentimes are undervalued and underpaid and whatever we do isn't valuable or good enough and then on top of that living in the United States in a very western society we kind of have these ideas about like the Protestant work ethic where you have to be working hard. And if you're not working hard, like that's a bad thing. Like the idea of idle hands are the devil's workshop. Like if y'all remember that from church. (laughs) So I'm a firm believer that these discourses absolutely move on us and kind of shape the way we see the world. And I point this out because I think it's important for us to kind of know the landscape in which we are operating within. So if you're operating in this landscape where you think that your labor and your productivity is how you add value to the world and adds value to you as a person, of course, you're going to have some trepidation when it comes to feeling like you didn't accomplish everything you're going to be a bit more hesitant more than likely to be like okay well I didn't do a ton today it's okay so I just wanted to point that out because I think it's important for us to just kind of know the landscape in which we're operating within and given that you probably are holding on to some unchallenged beliefs about what you should accomplish and That's okay. I just think there's also like power in being aware that some of these ideas are going on. So I want you to approach this journaling session from that perspective, knowing that there's probably some things that you picked up in your socialization at work here that's kind of like complicating the way you are viewing not getting everything done that you had planned to get done. So I also created a free PDF to go along with this episode to kind of assist you in this process. And you can get the journal prompts at herguidedevolution.com forward slash the number four. So the first thing that I recommend journaling about or jotting down some thoughts about when you get to the end of the day, you feel like you didn't accomplish everything that you wanted to accomplish is to start with number one, what did I do today? So I think in my experience at least, starting with this prompt forces you to look at the whole picture and forces you to not just focus on what you didn't complete. So for me, I know I do this a lot. When I'm beating myself up for not being productive, I'm often magnifying or minimizing. So magnifying or minimizing is a psychology term and it is a cognitive distortion. So magnifying or minimizing oftentimes that's where you minimize the positives and you magnify the negative. So I'll give you an example. Some days I will wake up, run five miles, read an article or two um, when I have childcare in the morning, but I may not get to like the research and the writing that I have planned to do that day because 
other than the morning, I'll have my kids for the rest of the day. So for me, instead of looking at the fact that I got up and ran five miles and actually read two articles, I'll just be looking at what I didn't finish. Like I should have written more on that paper. I should have been able to like find more articles for the literature review that I'm working on. So magnifying or minimizing, it's oftentimes just focusing on like the negative and discounting the positive. So I think this journal prompt focusing on what did I do today is a way to kind of pull yourself out of that. And this journal prompt is also a way for you to practically like just cut through the noise of the negativity of focusing on, oh, I didn't get this done today. But in my experience, it's one thing when you did get a few things accomplished during the day, but it's another thing when you look at the end of the day and you were with your kids all day, you were getting snacks and trying to keep the house in one piece And it might have been one of those days, like for me, it's like when in my free time, when I did have a few minutes of peace and to sit down somewhere, like I browse Instagram and my brain just would not cooperate in even making use of the time that I did have to work. And I think if that's what your day looked like, when you're looking at what did I do today, writing down that you took care of your kids and in your free time you did browse through Instagram or you were on Facebook or you were watching YouTube videos. I think that's also very helpful to journal and to recognize because we all need those days. I think that those days where you kind of feel like you're procrastinating and you're not working, I think it's important for us to kind of reframe those days as like survival days or reset days. Don't just look at them as days where I should have been doing a whole lot more. Like particularly as black moms, like we do a lot. We have a lot to deal with a lot of things that we should not have to think about, a lot of things we should not have to deal with. So girl, if you need a day to lay on your couch while your kids are eating instead of trying to write that email or do something for work like it's fine to do that like those survival days those reset days think about those as days where you are ensuring your well-being and your survival writing down what you did during the day and kind of reframing it if you didn't accomplish all that you wanted to accomplish can be one way that I found that you can kind of sort through those emotions when you're not feeling great about what you accomplished that day. So number two, the second journal prompt is what didn't I complete today? And with this journal prompt, you would list everything you wanted to finish today. So if you work from a to-do list, this would be pretty easy. This would be you just copying down the tasks that you didn't finish. And if you don't work from a to-do list, this will be really interesting because you, if you don't have a to-do list, you're probably walking around with this vague idea of everything you wanted to accomplish today. And actually writing down these things allows you to really ask yourself, are these realistic expectations anyway? So like, for example, if you're working from home, you got your kids asking you for a snack every 30 seconds, is it really realistic to feel like you're going to finish a book? (laughs) when you are at home taking care of your kids with limited child care? Or is it realistic to think that you will be able to be like this super productive person when it feels like the world is falling apart because it's the year 2020? <laughs> like this journal prompt number two, it can be very helpful in kind of working through what you are actually trying to accomplish and taking a step back and thinking like, is it really realistic that I thought I would be able to do all of this? So that can also give you some valuable insight. 
So number three, the third journal prompt I recommend is, why does it bother me that I didn't complete these tasks? And I think this one can really give you some helpful insight because this prompt offers you an opportunity to be introspective about what's really going on for you. So it can tell you what meaning you are attaching to not finishing these tasks. And the meanings that you're attaching to not completing the task, they can be concrete reasons and external and practical reasons why it would be bothering you. So for example, if you didn't complete these tasks today, you weren't productive with these tasks, that may cause you to miss a deadline. It may make you behind on something else. You may be anxious about what your supervisor will think. And just a side note, like thinking about what other people think about you is just and I'm also telling this to myself it's not a helpful thought ever you can't control what anybody thinks about you and you're rarely like accurate about what you think other people are thinking about you and most of the time other people aren't thinking about you they're thinking about themselves because that's how all of us are most of the time but (laughs) so taking a minute to think about why not finishing those tasks would be bothering you can offer you some really important insight as well and just in my experience with these like external reasons like for instance I didn't finish this task today so that puts me behind tomorrow in my experience like when I look back on it as hard as I am on myself in those moments it's usually not that serious like usually I can catch back up and it's not a big deal but in that moment it still feels really like oh I should have done so much more I'm behind but it can also be an internal reason why you are bothered because you didn't finish these tasks. So these could be like the thoughts like I should be doing more, like I'm disappointed in myself for not making better use of my time or procrastinate, procrastinating. Or it can be like for me, oftentimes I'm attached to the good feelings that come along with, you know what, I killed it today. I did everything on my to-do list. Um, finishing these tasks will allow me to have some free time tomorrow and I can just kind of hang and chill. So a lot of times things will be bothering me because I want those good feelings that come along with feeling like I was productive that day. So writing down what is actually bothering you gives you awareness and insight. And so whether there are external things that are making you feel bad about not being productive, so like deadlines, being behind on tasks, Or if there are internal things, so thoughts about what you should have done or what you should be doing better or more of, like this awareness can offer you some relief in my experience and it can help you get a handle on your brain. And from here, you're able to think like, is this serving me? Is this a helpful way to be thinking about what I didn't finish today? And then last, this is a prompt that I return to all the time in so many different situations. Number four is, What is an alternative way I can think about what I did today? So living with anxiety, finding an alternative way to think about things offers me like so much relief because taking a few minutes to reframe what I'm thinking about and writing out a neutral way to think about it or a positive way to think about the day that can give you some relief so you can recognize like, okay, these are thoughts that one way or the other, inadvertently or intentionally, I am choosing to think these thoughts about my quote unquote unproductive day. So for example, like if you did some of the tasks on your to-do list, even though you're at home with your kids, like praise yourself for like killing it today as a mom. Like it's amazing that we can get anything done working from home and celebrate that you completed one thing or two small things. 
celebrate that you kept your kids happy and fed and you kept the house in one piece. Like one of the things I have to constantly tell myself just because it isn't like related to my writing or my research or it isn't work related, it doesn't mean that it doesn't count and that it doesn't matter. Particularly like black moms, like we are raising little humans every day that we do anything, (laughs) every day that we make it through, that is an accomplishment. And if you were in survival mode today and you were just like browsing Instagram and Facebook and you feel really like unproductive and that you didn't make good use of your time, tell yourself that you took a necessary rest day. Like I said, this rest day gives you the space and the breathing room to do more later. And there is almost always an alternative way that you can think about something And journaling can give you that awareness to examine what you're currently thinking and allow you to pinpoint an alternative way that you might choose to think about a situation. So this week for the introspection segment, I am thinking about perfectionism. And I'll probably reflect on this a lot more on the podcast because I am a perfectionist. And perfectionism is a personality trait where the person is constantly trying to be flawless. And it boils down to being afraid of criticism from others. But really, it's mainly like you are trying to be perfect so that you won't criticize yourself. So like other people criticizing you then creates all this internal dialogue to where you'll start criticizing yourself like I'm not good enough. I should have done this better. This should be this way, but it's this way. This is a little off. So (laughs) that's perfectionism. And I've just kind of been sitting with this idea because like I said, I, I am a perfectionist. So one of the areas that perfectionism often comes up in my life is with this podcast. So I mentioned before on the show that before Her Guided Evolution, I was releasing episodes under a previous brand and I failed to really generate a lot of momentum. Like I released like seven episodes, but I wasn't doing it consistently. And I wasn't able to generate a lot of momentum because my mindset was really holding me back. Like my perfectionism was holding me back. And I was thinking like, I don't know enough. I'm thinking, who am I to be teaching this and teaching about well-being, which the irony of that is really interesting. I'm like, I'm literally training to become a scholar and a professor. And I'm asking myself, like, who am I to be teaching things? But besides the point, that's besides the point of what I'm talking about. But even though I am a PhD student who like studies health and well-being, I'm still like struggling to see myself as someone who has the right to be teaching these things because I'm thinking that everything needs to be perfect. Like I'm not great at editing podcast episodes. Like I'm sure I'm going to look back at some of these episodes and I'm probably going to cringe. Like, and all of this negative stuff, like the, this was my mindset. Like when I was really seeing content under the previous brand, and this has been some of the, internal dialogue and some of the struggle that I have actually been having with her guided evolution right now. So all of this negative stuff can stop you in your tracks. Like if you are focused on being perfect and making sure that everything is aligned exactly how you want it because you're afraid of somebody criticizing it or you're afraid what you're going to think about yourself if something falls short. Like this is something that, like I said, I struggle with and held me back from sharing my well-being journey and my struggles and my talents with the world. So as I'm thinking about this, I want to encourage you to challenge your negative self-talk. So whether your negative self-talk is rooted in perfectionism like mine or 
it is telling you something else like what you're doing doesn't matter like your thoughts are not facts and that's something that I have been sitting with I've been learning and it really is empowering when you recognize like my thoughts are not facts I can choose to think another way if I want to that is so freeing so whatever goals you have for your well-being and your personal growth being perfect should never be the goal you can't reach it and I want you to think about what has perfectionism held you back from Like, has it held you back from happiness, like eating nourishing foods, exercising consistently, meditating? Do you drag yourself for eating a bag of chips or skipping workouts, not journaling, being snarky with your kids? Like, you are entitled to make a mistake. You are entitled to fall short. You are entitled to not being perfect. And you are entitled to not handle your emotions well in certain situations as well and in certain moments. You are human. You are not superwoman. You don't have to be perfect. And that's okay. And I'm telling myself this 100% as I'm saying it to you. And just remember that moving the needle toward your evolution 40% of the time will get you further than waiting until you are ready to show up 100%. So that's all for this week. So in next week's episode, I'm going to share some tips and some strategies on how to be consistent with exercise while being a mom. So I'll be talking about mindset as well as giving you some practical ways that you can be consistent with working out. So that's all for this week. Take care and be well. Thanks so much for listening to Her Guided Evolution. Don't forget to grab my free daily self-care plan, a guide that outlines exactly what you can do in the morning, afternoon, and evening to support your well-being. You can grab the guide at herguidedevolution.com forward slash plan. Once you sign up, I'll also send you free weekly emails to help you stay inspired and motivated on your well-being journey. Take care and I'll talk to you next week.